Hello, and welcome to Redia Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Redia Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Reddy and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is April 28, 2021. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy and NBC does conduct Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who are listening to this in the podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. For those people who are in the Zoom, if you want to ask any question, please raise your hand. Not physical hand, but hand in the Zoom. Then we will announce your name to ask the question. Madam? Namaste, sir. Namaste. So mine is a EB2 to EB3 downgrade case filed once in October and once in December due to some crazy situation. Mm-hmm. The second time got filed. So mm-hmm. no EAD and AP and uh, biometrics done till now in both the cases. So in case the premium for 140 downgrade gets an RFE and turned out there's not much that can be done to defend it. So what should what, what, what will be the fallback situation, uh, fallback options? You mean to say if the 485, uh, if the I-140 gets denied? In case uh, it gets an RFE and there is uh, not much that can be done to defend it. Well, then we'll have to withdraw. The 485 will be denied automatically. Even the, will, will the second filing in December help? In but it, it's based on the same, based on the same I-140s, right? Second filing is? That is correct. Yeah, if the, based on the same I-140, if you're filing two times though, if the I-140 gets denied, it's denied for both the, both the things. Okay. okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Chandra? I still advise you to do the premium processing because it's not advisable to stay in limbo for a long time. It's best, better that you get a decision sooner, uh, sooner than later. That will be in your best interest. Chandra, go ahead. Yeah, hi Rahul. Quick question on the perm process. My company was initiated a perm process and my, my mm-hmm. PWD was actually... Uh, I mean, we got the PWD and also they started the advertisement process and the recruitment is also pretty much close to complete. Now, I have a question here is, they said they received like a five applications out of five, four are basically rejected because of the qualification, but the only thing is one application is qualified, but they try to reach out to the applicant for mm-hmm. the quick interview and everything, but there is no response for the, the particular candidate. And it's mm-hmm. been almost like it's been almost like a three weeks, and they are still waiting mm-hmm. for the candidate to reply. They tried to reach out to via email and also call and left a voicemail, but I don't see mm-hmm. anything on the any reply from the candidate. Now, when I reach out to my HR, uh, basically mm-hmm. the quiet period, the 30-day quiet period after mm-hmm. the advertisement will be completing May 9th, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm expecting I'm actually requesting them to expedite this form process. Uh, because my company will be transitioning into a company B as part of the success of interest from August 1st. 
that's why i'm requesting them to expedite the perm process and to apply by end of may what my question is what is the what is the other option um, do we have any other options because if the candidate doesn't have any reply on that uh, if the candidate doesn't have any reply we document we ask the documentation from the company's phone system to check okay. whether they have called or not we will document the emails that was been sent that's easier and then say that he is not available for the job after documenting that we try to contact him in two different methods um that's the best thing and then they can they can proceed with the uh, they can proceed with the green card application okay and then the follow up question is uh, if if they're trying to apply by end of may because of this company b acquisition uh, which is coming effective august 1st will there be any impact to the perm process which will be submitting assuming assuming if one? assuming if there is no audit at all um, okay. you should be fine the labor certification can be approved with company a you could file the successor of interest i140 with company b i140 okay company b okay got gotcha. you if it's only and, if it's if it is successor of interest if it's not a successor yes, of interest yes. you cannot sure sure then yeah. you'll be one last question oh yeah one last question this is regards to the change of status from my spouse she is currently on h4 working on ead and her employer basically file the change of status from h4 to h1 because previously she holds on h1b mm-hmm. now if this is a american company and this she is a first time i mean she is basically first employee to file a h1b from the mm-hmm. from the company and then just in case if that h1b got denied what's her status she can continue on her h4 ead right absolutely she can okay all right i think that's all next I have. person please adil hi uh, my name is madan chakravarti so i am a green card uh, eb1 uh, so i had ead which expired last year in october before eb1 expiry, a uh, eb1 b or eb1 eb1 a okay. uh, and in uh, september uh, before expiry the company attorney filed for an extension mm-hmm. uh, green card i mean sorry the h1b expired in september itself I and mean, so and they did not renew it because uh, previously i had the, the green card interview but it was cancelled due to pandemic so now the 180 days of extension is getting over in, in two days time yikes uh, in the meanwhile they filed another extension for ead uh, while the previous one is still pending so can i continue working from next week wow that's a tough question you know drop an email and mm-hmm. uh, email to me check with yes. me on monday i will respond to you on friday or monday we have a staff meeting on fr- friday and we'll discuss it and then we will get back to you we have okay. done similar things uh, I, i definitely no matter what i tell you i will have to tell you one thing i will have to salute your lawyer though mm-hmm. uh, i'm i'm not no matter what i what what answer comes out of me whether i i agree with me or i yeah. don't agree with me i will salute your lawyer okay i want you to drop an email at rahul at rnlawgroup.com okay mm-hmm. and um, and and uh, and then leo will give you the my email address in the in the chat though so drop an yeah. email i'll get back to you on friday okay make yeah. sure you put your phone yeah. number and then put the question to just in case if i forget yeah absolutely thank you so much thank you appreciate next person please 
Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for uh, taking this call. Um, so I applied for my 485. I'm the primary applicant and my husband is a derivative. But then I also mm -hmm. applied, uh, then I'm also on H4 EAD. So mm -hmm. I applied for my extension in April, H4 EAD extension. I was mm -hmm. hoping that my 485 fingerprints will come before this, but my mm -hmm. H4 EAD fingerprints appointment has come. So mm -hmm. is there any way that when I go for the biometrics, there uh, ask them to club my 485 application also along with this? Like, what would you, you suggest? Can, you can ask them. They are doing automatically. I've noticed that 485 applicant officers are a little bit more experienced officers. I have seen them taking the I, uh, I539 uh, uh uh, biometrics and taking it for the 4852. Now, when you go to the application support center, they may not be that knowledgeable. Nothing wrong. Ask them. Provide them the 485 receipt number. Check with them if you can apply the same thing with that one too. Okay. Nothing wrong with asking. You're not going to offend anybody by doing so. Okay. I'll do that. And follow-up question is, you, you were saying that I didn't submit my medicals when I did my 485. You asked to do interfiling. Uh, in, mm -hmm. I, I saw a lot of your videos. You were asking to in, do interfiling. Could you just mm -hmm. briefly explain what is the process? Is there any additional fee that we have to do for that interfiling or just take the medicals? No, no. Take the medicals, send it to the same address where you got the receipt notice from. Okay? okay. And, and include your 485 receipt number, receipt notice. Use the big word interfiling. Add in, in, in one page okay. and use the interfiling word, use the A number, use the file number of the uh, 485. They know interfiling means put this in that file. Okay. Oh, okay. So that's it. No that's it. it doesn't send no additional fees for it. And I can do it. My attorney doesn't have to do that. You can do it. It's a simple thing. You can do it. Oh, thank you so much. That helps. Next, next person, please. Uh, hey, Rahul. Hi. Um, I'm switching my job to my previous employer with whom my perm and I-140 uh, is with. It's, a, it's, it's for the same job responsibility and same location. Uh, but because of COVID, they're going to file the H LCA uh, with the HNB transfer uh, mm -hmm. for the current location that I'm staying in. The current location and the job location are different. Will there be any issue uh, with the labor because of this location change? And uh, uh, is there labor, anything? Labor, that... labor, labor is already approved, this, right? I yes. want for this already. Your yes. question is, will this cause any problem in getting the green card though? Correct. Correct. If the employer is cooperative, which he seems to be, absolutely no problem with it. Okay. The fact and that your labor certification is from Florida, the matter that you are living in California, working on H1B right now, will it cause any problem as long as the employer is cooperative? It will not cause any problem whatsoever at all in filing the 485 or you getting the green card. Okay. And is there anything specific I need to check with them before I make the transfer? Nothing. Okay. You're good. Thank, thank you. That's a, that's a good move right now. If I were you, I would move. I'm not going to file a fresh labor certification, wait for two years. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. Um, hope you're doing well and thanks for doing this for all of us. Actually, sure. my situation is I'm working in an employee vendor, uh, employer vendor and client model. Right now, mm -hmm. my employer holds my H1B and I have mm -hmm. a EB2 per my 140 approved um, um, priority date, January 2013. 
and my vendor mm-hmm. last year uh, he wanted to take me and uh, he initiated my green card first while i continued to work for my employer so i'm i'm mm-hmm. not officially started uh, with my vendor yet but they filed my eb2 but let me paperwork. let me ask you this let me ask you this question did you filed for it for application in october or you did not i did that's where i'm heading Good. to okay. so so uh, they applied for eb2 uh, i140 that got approved based on my earlier priority date that got approved september and in october this became current and they helped me to downgrade as well but still i'm not working for my vendor and i, I now got my eid in advance parole approved um, the fingerprinting was not done that that little box was empty in my card and i want to kind of switch to my uh, vendor now i want to understand what are the risks in switching on eid um in terms of my employment with the vendor as well as any travel circumstances so you your i140 which was been ported to the vendor and the same vendor filed a downgrade and the same vendor filed the for it for application you are right. actually at this point of time not working for that company at this point of time and right. your and you don't have you didn't have your biometrics done but you got your eid in advance parole approval correct your fear is that you the only doubt that you are getting is oh biometrics is done is that your fear no i don't know uh, because the fingerprinting box was empty and uh, it did say that it is good for travel but i don't want to make the switch if that card is not good for ah, travel or anything like that it is good for travel it is good for employment it is good for everything it is good for you to change the company absolutely not a problem i don't know why the immigration came up with the concept that the biometrics is related to the uh, ead it has never been related to ead though recently though even though i made some statement recently there are a lot of people who contradicted saying that yes 765 can never be approved without any without an with a biometric that is not true even if it happened in 100 cases that is not true you are in good shape absolutely no problem with it and i just wanted to provide one uh, information and ask the question uh, a follow up question as well i just want to let you know that uh, my ead and ap was stuck in the huge you know backlog of applicants as well but um, i made a case for uh, financial uh, consideration or whatever and uh, i requested for expedited processing and they ended up approving my uh, request if uh, that's any uh, useful at all um, and no. the follow up question that has I mean, nothing to do with uh, it right and second uh, my follow up question is also that uh, they are also having uh, another discussion where instead of taking me on payroll right now they want to wait for one year due to non compete constraints in that case can i work for another employer in the meanwhile one year and if situation changes later will there be a circumstance that i will never work for them at all and if that would be affecting my citizenship uh, later down the road no you can still go and work for some other company the reg- the rules say that there must be a job offer the job offer is still there i don't see any problem with it even if you work with some other company that's fine it's not a problem even if you don't end up at any time working for the company will that cause any problem in getting your green card cancel no will that cause any problem in getting your citizenship no you'll be fine next person please thank you so much hi rahul thank you um so my question is so i have my priority date of uh, september 2016 from my previous employer 
and my current mm -hmm. employer is has started the process right now. Uh, I I want to just know what that. What do you What do you mean by start the process? So I have just like uh, given them my experience right now. They have not even probably they are putting the 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 Prevailing wage. wage. Or, yeah, they are putting it right now. So that's mm -hmm. the stage I'm in. Like just two weeks back, I gave my them my experience letter and everything. Now, um, question is. Should I ask them to file in EB3 or should I continue with EB2? I would go with EB2. Here is the reason though. If you are EB2 though, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm assuming that your company yes. is a cooperative company. If you are an EB2, you can do EB2 or EB3. But if right. you're an EB3, you're stuck with EB3. Oh yeah, I'm an EB2 right now. Right, I know, but you can convert into EB2 to EB3. If the labor has been filed for EB2, you can convert into EB3, no problem. We have okay. seen that even though a lot of people contradicted it, we have seen what happened in October. Everybody filed a downgrade and everybody, hey, it's not going to be approved if you file as a new application. Everybody, everything was being turned out to be a lie. Everybody's downgrade is getting approved. You don't see anybody getting denied. So if you are eligible for EB2, you're eligible for EB3. But if you do the labor certification for EB3, you want to do EB2, you have to do the entire labor certification. Okay, so what you're suggesting means um, I should uh, ask my if my company is cooperative, I should ask them to file in EB three or EB two. EB two. EB two. EB two. Okay. EB two. EB two. If your oh, company I, is cooperative, I I understand now what you said. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my follow up. Here, here is here is the thing. Here is the thing. Okay. I can lift hundred cages. Okay. I now I certified I it, and now you're telling me that Rahul can lift fifty cages. It's easy to right. certify. But if you certify me for only 50 cages, now I have to do the entire application to do it for the 100 cages. So that's not, EB2 is the right way to do it. Got it, got it. Um, and is, is anyhow the premium processing will help me or I should continue with the normal processing? I can I can ask them to do a premium, premium processing, but I just premium want to know Well, premium processing, premium processing, unless you have a teenage kid, you are a premium processing. You don't look like one uh, having it. So premium processing, absolute premium processing. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. And last question is, um, like last month I was like little scared because I actually do a little bit of trading and I'm a new in the trading area and I, I ended up doing some get to the day, point. Yeah. Day no, trading. That's, that's okay. And H4, H4 EAD is still pending. H4 approval is still pending. Can my wife also do e uh, trading right now? Absolutely. Day trading is not considered as work according to me. Next okay. person, please. Okay. Thank you. Satish Kudur. Uh, thank Although you, sir. Uh, although, uh, although, although I have to say that I lost money in day trading, uh, but I'm not a financial advisor, guys. Okay. Thank Good. you. Rahul, sir, uh, Rahul, sir uh, my PD date is uh, 2013 January in EB2. Mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. October, I did, uh, my attorney did the concurrent filing for I-140 downgrade from EB3, EB2 to EB3. And also nice. EAD and EB3. And mm -hmm. I'm still awaiting for biometric. And my company mm -hmm. clearly told while downgrading, they are not going to support interfiling to EBT if something goes wrong in EB3. That's what they said. So interfiling to EB2, they will not support. That's what they said. Um, mm -hmm. my, my question is, my son is completing 17 years by November 2021. And uh, I know you were suggesting to go for a premium, but uh, I don't know whether if it... I, 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 wait, wait, wait. I never, I never suggested premium for the... People who are teenagers. So remember, I was speaking the same thing. I agree. I don't. That, that, correct. Um, I agree, sir. That's what I was saying. I want to know what is the reason why we should not go with a uh, teen kids uh, with the premium. 
and um, question. Uh, you you may also, have to go later let let me yeah. explain you what yeah. is cspa i want you to watch the video we made on it's cspa that's yeah. the word okay child yeah. service protective act i went through that i went so through that so that yeah. the time the time period the i140 the underlying i140 is pending will be yeah. deducted from your son's age ah okay got it sir okay? i think i was not able so to so if most, if yeah. yes if before final action date becomes current he becomes 21 then what happens is that we look into how long was your i140 pending if your i140 is pending only 2 weeks we will add 2 weeks to his age and say that we will deduct 2 weeks sorry we will deduct 2 weeks from but if the i140 is pending for 9 months we'll deduct 9 months from his age and there'll be a lot of chances you never know no matter what i say what the state department says when the priority date become current under your circumstances premium processing is not advisable for 17 year old kid got it so what you are suggesting wait for final action date to become current and then you can go then do that. so that there you go okay. then you go because uh, then you're lock, you're going to lock your son out next person please got it sir i have another one more question sorry sir um, uh, my attorney um, is um, like um, if they may not do interfiling from eb3 to eb2 is something go I cannot, right? I cannot do interfiling. I cannot do. I cannot do interfiling for EB2. I can do interfiling for medical. I can do interfiling for others. The I140 belongs to the company. If they don't want to do it, you can't do it. I can't do it. Next oh, person, okay. please. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks for taking the call, Rahul. Uh, sure. So I was working for company A, got laid off, and then uh, for the next eight months, I didn't have a job. So I filed for. H four and also H four EAD. I still haven't nice. heard back. And mm-hmm. uh, meanwhile, I got a, a job job offer. We have mm-hmm. filed for H one, uh, but what they said is that I'll have to go out of the country once. And uh, this has been approved uh, through consular processing. When so when I is your pass When is your passport stamping expiring? H one B. uh this is uh, november of 2021 november of 2021 your passport visa h1b expired correct november okay. of got 2021 so now after your h1b got approved without the i94 your lawyer is telling you to go outside the country show the old passport right. which is passport visa is expiring in november 2021 and then show the h1b approval of his company and he wants you to enter into the united states Oh, I see. So there is no stamping is that, required. Is that what he is telling you to do? Uh, I think uh, the person with whom I was interacting with, uh, they were a little confused. Uh, so that's one of the reasons I'm coming to you for second opinion. Right, right, uh, right, right. You can initially you can you can go outside the country. You can come back on the H1B. You can show the H1B of the comp- Pepsi, which you are not working, yeah. even though it's been withdrawn. Yes. when you enter into united states you show them the h1b approval of coca cola and make sure yes. you get the i94 until the h1b expiration of coca cola that is the perfect step that they seems to have indicated and i completely agree with them got it thank you very much sir next person please anaka hi sir um, my i140 has been approved from employer a and i filed h4 ead for my wife Uh, can i do a h1b transfer now to a different employer would that affect the ead process no sir it does not affect um let me assume one thing though uh, the i140 has been approved for more than 6 months is right 
Yes. You good? No problem, sir. You go so ahead and move to a different company. So if they if they withdraw, it, uh, if they withdraw, it, if they withdraw, it, it's not going to affect your wife's H four no, no, EAD. No, no. I mean, the, if they withdraw my H one B, not the. That's fine. Uh, did you only file EAD or did you file for H four also? No, just EAD. She has her H four already. No, sir. It will not cause any problem whatsoever at all for her EAD. But can I advise okay. you one other thing that you didn't ask me the question? What's that? There, the priority dates might move. I don't know what your priority date is. My but... priority date, it's last year, 2020. Um, so I am filing an EB2. So I think the, the priority date now is 2011. I mean, the current mm. is. So I don't yeah, think. You never, gonna... uh, I don't think so either, but I went wrong 10,000 times. Believe me, I went wrong. Right, absolutely not wrong in 2007. But anyway, that's my just next person, please. All right, thank you. Hi, uh, hi Rahul, how are you? Uh, I, I think mine is a very generic question. I'm on H4 EAD from my husband uh -huh. and I've applied and I've, I, my case was received on March 8th. My EAD is expiring on July 20th, this year. So, okay, got it. But my my EAD is expiring on July 22nd. I'm in a job. I'm worried that I'll have to leave my job if I don't get it on time. And I, I'm sure it looks like you might have already discovered discussed this in your podcast or videos. Should I be looking at something? Nothing else. Uh, there is nothing. We used to have a court litigation that used to be successful, but it, it had a rod, lot of roadblocks and we're not filing any court litigation anymore. We did file okay. a class action suit, which you are part of it, unless you want to exclude yourself out. Um, there is nothing else that you could do. I will recommend that you contact the local congressman, uh, which 99% okay. of the time it doesn't help. I would want okay. you to contact, raise a service request, which 99% of the time it doesn't help, but there is nothing else that I can offer. So there's nothing at the moment I can do. There's no putting, uh, filing a suit or it. none of those are happening anymore. No, no, they're not helping now. Oh, they used to help okay. and we used to file, but there's none okay. of them are helping. What's your husband's priority date though, anyway? One second, I am actually not sure. We came here only in 2016 huh. from India. So it's Feb 2016, if I'm not mistaken. You guys came in, but when when did you file his I-140 application though? That was in, uh, in that the same year we came in. So I would say actually, oh, yeah. So it's either 2016 or 2017, Rahul. February. Okay. Well, well, I hope something good will happen for you in October. That's all I can tell you. But I don't have anything for you for H4. So right okay. now, then, if I if it expires in July, that's it. Then I have to just quit my job. You have to quit the job, ma'am. Nothing else. All right. Next Thank person, you. please. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking the call. Um, my question is, uh, I'm with the employer A. I got my priority date 2012, April 19th. Uh, I switched to the employer B three years back and the employer Thanks. B uh, for doing the currently the fund processing. My labor got approved uh, last month and uh, ready to file for I-140. What is your recommendation nice. to go for EB2 or EB3? <laughs> Yours is 2012, is right? Yeah, 2012, April. Uh, my first uh, I-140 is EB2. Currently, the labor also is the EB2 category. They are ready to file for either EB2 or EB3. Oh, they are ready to do. Are they willing to do downgrade also? Yeah. I mean, under the current conditions, though, right now, 
We never used to recommend this before. Now we changed our opinion on this one. Well, can you file both? Yeah, I checked with them. They said that they can file only one. I don't blame them. (laughs) (laughs) He's the biggest employer in the US actually, so. Okay. It's a a tough judgment call. You know what? I don't want to make a judgment call here. You go, eeny, meeny, miny, meeny, pick one. (laughs) I, I, I really... It's it's very tough call. It's very tough call. Do one thing. Take your wife. Tell her to toss it. Okay, and then put it down. And if it goes wrong, blame her. Thank you. That's all I yes, can tell. Uh, Let's go to the next. Okay. One, I, I, I one more question. Uh, anything on the premium processing? Can I go or uh, still uh, regular processing? Be go for premium. Go for premium, premium. processing. Oh, okay. Go for premium processing. Absolutely, go for premium processing. No doubt in it. All right. Okay. Thank you. So y- your company is willing to downgrade it. Will it, are they willing to upgrade it too? Uh, I'm not sure because the labor is filed with the EB2, right? So EB3, I mean, they, they can file. I mean, if, right. If, you can up, see if the labor is filed under EB2, you can, uh, they downgraded it previously. Okay. Now, are they willing to, they have, they have shown a history of downgrades, right? For other yeah. people. Yeah. But they have not, sh- have they shown history of upgrade using uh, the same labor certification? Uh, that I didn't know that maybe I need to check. You see, you see my point is right? Yeah, yeah I got it. So uh, that's the same question. EB2 to EB3, now I downgrade that EB2 is current later point of time, then can I switch back to EB2 again, right? Right. That's where I'm, I'm worried about. So if you file EB2 right now, they have shown the history that they have downgraded it and they have filed the downgrade application. But if it's upgrade, uh, or will they do it? I don't know. That's the, that may influence your judgment call, though. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll check with them. Thank Thanks you for your session. I was very surprised with these major companies that we we didn't thought that they will do downgrading applications. Believe us, uh, the State Department I think so didn't believe in the downgrading too. Yes, all the major companies did except these Indian consulting companies. Every other major company, Microsoft, Apple, Facebook, Google. They all did the downgrade. That's very good. They care for their employees. Let's go to the next next person, please. Hi, Rahul Garu. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, my EB2 priority date is December 2012 with company A, IT consulting firm. Now mm-hmm. I am with company B, end client company. Mm-hmm. Uh, now mm-hmm. the company B is starting my firm in the next month. Yikes. So how long it will take to you know uh, to uh, get up to the perm and also anywhere between one and a half to two years just for perm yeah oh. thanks for and, <laughs> and if my perm is approved right at that time will the dates stay back or will it go back to you know uh, 2010 retrogrades to you know 2010 can't tell can't tell can't tell can you go back to the old company Yes, I can go. They are ready. But only thing is I have to go back. Um, I, have, I have to transfer back my H1 and work with them. Then they are ready to file my 485. I have good relationship with them. Only thing is if you don't join, we cannot show the you know, uh, ability to pay. That's why they are saying like that. Um, how, how big is that company though? Uh, they have around like uh, 70 employees. The uh, company A. I'm going back. Okay. The new company, I have like... And now, day- I am going back. I did not tell you go back, okay? okay? Don't come back six months later on saying Rahul told me this. 
to go back. I went there. The prior date didn't become correct. I will go back. That's me. But if I go there, I have to find the project, and uh, you know, I have to work with them. That is another big. It's risk. better that you don't come to this conference call two years down the line. Yeah. Because if you get the green card, you would not come here. Right. And also the new company, I have hundred k shares with them. You know, they allotted me hundred k shares with the end client company. I will lose that. Ah. Today it's a hundred k worth. You know, maybe after two years it may be two hundred k or three hundred k. After five years it may be one million two. Well, that hundred k we can always put hundred k in the bank account and transfer it and put it there. Right now the the prior date is not current with the previous company though. Is that right? It's going to be yeah. current in September. Yes. So it's up to you if you want to delay it until September and take the decision at that point of time. Yeah. At that point of time, can I like look for another project and uh, apply concurrent uh, H one with the previous employer and get it you, done? Why don't you, why why don't you do it right now? Okay. Okay. Double the money, double the money, and then we still keep keep the hundred k there, and right. do the both labor certification. I would do that if you if you want to do that, do it right now. Do the concurrent filing right now rather than September. Work hard, okay. work sixteen hours. But, but uh, when the company B applies for my perm, should I have to mention anywhere that I have another H one concurrent H one? I am working yeah. somewhere. You have to mention that. You can. Yeah. You have to mention that. You have to mention that. That's not good because they now give you the stock option. So it's a bit complex. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the next caller, okay? Yes, sir. thank you, thank you very much. Yeah. I'll I'll do the next three calls, guys, and um, please uh, we will put a link out there if you want to make an appointment with me or any of the colleagues. Though that appointment is there, my online system is there. You can make an appointment. I try to accommodate as much as possible. We do have, um, you know, uh, Facebook, YouTube. We have other uh, TV Asia also, but. You know, there is a time limit. I need to make a little bit money too. So I, you have to make an appointment. Other than these timings, I can't accommodate any more timings. Then we go ahead. Sorry, Mandi. Sorry. Hi Raul. Hi Raul. I have a question related to the visa bulletin. So what happens mm -hmm. when, let's say, EB3 India final action dates uh, by September, which is end of this fiscal year, remains only until let's say end of December 2012? And doesn't reach the dates in the filing uh, chart dates. Possible. Will USCIS? Yeah. So will USCIS still move like dates uh, in the chart B in the October? Ah, election? good question. Good question. I we do we do sincerely. I I do sincerely. I have I don't know, but I do sincerely believe that they are going to move. Uh, you mean to say will they move beyond 2014 though yes i know for sure uh, not for sure i can't say for sure they would definitely open up the filing dates would would they move the filing dates if it is only until december 2012 i doubt i doubt but if it moves instead of december 2012 even if it moves to december 2013 not Uh, December two thousand thirteen, then I definitely think so that the filing dates will move. <coughs> you see my point? Okay. But you said this. Yeah. You said right. December twelve, two thousand twelve. Right. So right. I'm just December two thousand twelve. Yeah, they may not move. They may not move if that happens. Got Hopefully, it. you are wrong. Right. Right. Hopefully, uh, my estimates are conservative. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Next person, please. Thank you. Uh, hi, Raghu. So I have a couple of questions. So the first question mm -hmm. is myself and my husband, we both are on H1B. So is it possible mm -hmm. for us to start investing in any of the business or a at a startup company or a partner with any other person who is having a green card and be a shareholder or anything? Is it possible? If, 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 if your role is only a shareholder, not a managing director, not working for the company, not doing anything, you can be a shareholder of any company, real estate, uh, stock, startup company. But my only problem comes in whenever your name pops up on the company's name. Okay. <laughs> Other than shareholder, it should not be anything else. Okay, so if it is being like a shareholder, can I share the profit? Absolutely. And you have to pay the taxes for it. Yeah, of course. Uh, so apart from W2, so this would also be added, right? So Absolutely. currently we're working only on W2. Okay. You can go to 1090, you can get 1099s right now, which you're already getting most probably with this uh, so-called, what is that? Uh, online but, but trading program. Names, yeah. But our name cannot be reflecting in any of the documents. Yeah, company admins. documents. Right. As an administration or something like that, it's not you're not allowed to. You need to check with yeah. a lawyer. But if you're just if you're just only investing and taking the shares of the company, you can do so. Absolutely not a problem. Okay. And my second question is actually my spouse filed H4 plus EAD through your uh, law office and he got his H1 approval. He, he parallelly mm -hmm. filed his H1 also. So he got his H1 approval and we requested you to uh, withdraw his EAD application. And you have done mm -hmm. that as well. Your law firm has done that as well. But still in the USCIS case status, I could see it is still shows the I-765 application still shows as case was received. Uh, so when it would be like withdrawn? Uh, there, uh, did, you got, did you got the biometrics done for this? Is it H4 plus EADs, right? Or only EADs? Yes. It's, it, no, it's a, yeah, it's H4 plus EAD. Biometrics is not done. We received a, a letter stating that we don't need his biometrics because last time they could use the last time. Yeah. So. Um, send an email to us. We'll raise a service request. They are not doing the withdrawals. Even if we, we send everything, we might have, we, we send everything in FedEx, but still they're not oh. acknowledging it. Um, so uh -huh. send an email. Our team will raise a service request. So that the H4 is not approved. Okay. Okay. Yes. So okay. currently he's Thank in you. his H1. So that's Thank fine. You. Yeah. Thank send you. an email and then we'll raise a service tickets. We already sent you, we might have already given you the tracking number, but we'll also give you uh, the service request too. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Okay. Rahul. Thank you. Next, next caller, please. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking our question. So I have a couple questions. So first thing is I my priority date is March, uh, April 1st, 2011. Uh, and I do have uh, I-140 approved under EB2 and EB3. But in the October of last year, we did file uh, I-45 for EB2, right? Uh, because mm -hmm. uh, it's April. Now that the dates are so close on EB3, I was just wondering, is there a way I can use my EB3 I-140, which I was approved. You was can, you can, you can, but I will not do it. Okay. Well, that don't confuse you because it's, it's like Los Angeles traffic, <laughs> right? You don't know which one will move faster. I would stick because when you do interfiling, you are opening another, it's not like a medical thing. Okay. When you're mm -hmm. interfiling with a different I-140, 
they have to verify a lot of information make sure everything is okay with it it takes a lot of time for them to adjudicate that case and by the time who knows eb2 moves forward eb3 goes back so okay. until october of 2021 if i were you i'm not doing anything okay so there's no reason Even to find like the, a different application right like a new application no absolutely no 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 i'm different application is completely ruled out interfiling that means that you send a letter saying that hey use my eb3 that's the only thing that you would do it but even that okay. one i would not do it for you if i were you okay so just stay put in eb2 uh, yes i can go wrong but that's my judgment call okay cool thank you raul and the next caller and the last caller today pravin yes uh, yes pravin hi rahul my question is i have 140 approved with my previous company and priority date is august 2011 mm-hmm. the current company hasn't done the perm is still under progress they are still under uh, prevailing wages still so mm-hmm. the what i so the question is because it takes time when the extension comes because my previous 140 might be current would the extension be a problem no it will not be a problem not a problem this question is getting i may have to write an article on that this question is i'm facing it every single day no so it's not a problem so transfer to a different company also won't be a problem right no sir it's not a problem so okay that's the question and the suggestion is you better go back to previous company if you can that's might be the i know you want right? you want you want to avoid avoid me sooner yes that's the best way to do it okay, <laughs> okay. thank you Thanks, thank you guys the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11:30 sorry okay. i can't attend all the people thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day Thank you.